Hello, my friends. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday morning. Thank you for being online with me. Thank you for joining me here today. I'm really, I'm really excited about today's topic, but I'm also uh, cringing about today's topic. Here, I'll tell you why here in a little bit, but it's a good one. It's a good one. Thank you for joining me today for episode 111. Today we're going to think about, think differently about something that um, is a popular addiction. <laughs> so thank you, thank you for joining me today. Today is episode 111 and we're gonna think differently about a popular addiction and that is sugar. My name is Kathy Rhodes and I love sugar. <laughs> Sadia, thank you for joining me live. Thank you, thank you. Okay, so so sugar, sugar is more addictive, they say anyway, than heroin. Now I'm I've never tried heroin, so I don't have that example, but I definitely love sugar. And the more I eat, the more I want. But it has some repercussions. So so that's that's why I'm talking about this today, because I'm all about thinking differently. And I'm all about, I guess I, I have another addiction, and that's just reading more about food and how it affects our body and how particularly it affects our brain. Sugar is one of my favorite uh, indulgences, especially ice cream. It's, that's it, ice cream, I love ice cream. I don't like all sugar. You know what, I don't like chocolate cake. I don't like chocolate ice cream. I don't like really brownies. I don't like anything full chocolate, but I love sweet and I love fruit and I love ice cream and I love mint M&Ms. Yeah, now now I'm now my brain is really going here on all of my loves. <laughs> but I I'm sharing this topic today because I need to remind myself why I want to reverse my addiction. Why I want to really not be so dependent maybe on on the sugar. I do love sugar, but it doesn't really love me. So why do I keep inviting it back into my life? I mean, my scale goes up, my cholesterol goes up, and, and here's what's also interesting is my breathing changes when I have sugar. It's, it's like asthma-like conditions. And I read something just a few months ago that said exactly that. When you have more sugar than you should, it feels like you have asthma. I get it. I get it. And and when I have gone through times of purging my body of the sugar, and then I sit down and indulge. One night I remember making um, chocolate chip cookie dough, like edible chocolate chip cookie dough, and I ate a few spoonfuls, I guess. <laughs> I don't even really know the quantity. But immediately my heart started racing. And immediately my breathing started changing. And I don't like it. I don't like it. So I have this great book I was given many years ago. It's The Daniel Plan. It's by Rick Warren, Daniel Amen, and Mark Hyman. I love all three of them. All three of those authors have great books on their own. But in this book, what I got to read it. I got to read it for you because I even highlighted it. I I tagged it. This was like crazy. What it says is you know, a hundred years ago, when the society was more a hunter-gatherer type of society, people consumed 22 teaspoons of sugar a year. Now, Americans consume 22 to 30 teaspoons of sugar every day. 
what just a hundred years ago what they used to consume in a year we now consume in a day Sadia thank you okay she loves sugar too after diabetic sugar craving is in, oh let's handshake she's okay so so I'm not I'm not I'm not alone in this right sugar is 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 lovely <laughs> but but in the year 1800 the average person consumed five pounds a year and now on average Americans consume 152 pounds a year people this is dramatic this is excessive right the average 20 ounce soda or pop or whatever you want to call it has 15 teaspoons of sugar 15 teaspoons that's a, more than half of what people used to consume in a year we consume easily in a day if you enjoy your coke or Pepsi or Mountain Dew that's a lot of sugar that's a lot of sugar and it really kind of makes me angry a little bit right because we have the opportunity to have control over our bodies we choose what we put into it we get to make decisions of how we strengthen our body and it's proof if, if you can't believe the science then just try it and see what happens to your body it's proof that it does not help our body we have a superpower within us to make wise choices and and that's what makes me angry is I know this and I still choose indulgences and I get it indulgences are fine once in a while but 152 pounds of sugar a year hello that's like a daily indulgence and that's not acceptable now I said earlier that I am obsessed with reading uh, you know the Daniel plan and I have another book here called eat smarter I've got another one called actually it's by Mark Hyman called uh, food what the heck should we eat <laughs> you know all of this I I'm obsessed with reading it because it's not easy for me to necessarily do what I should do I like vegetables I like meats I like protein I like dairy I like uh, whole foods but I also like the other stuff well so I'll give you a little history a little history of my uh, sugar intake my mom's a great baker and she makes some wonderful banana bread and during the holidays she makes fudge and she also makes these Texas cake brownies I don't like chocolate cake I do like those brownies yeah um, oh and then my dad you know has this wonderful ice cream drink we call grasshoppers you know mint ice cream and I know how to make all of these quite well <laughs> actually I just went on a little bit of a splurge or binge of banana bread baking but all of these wonderful delicious items were always part of our breakfast it was my breakfast it was always sitting on the table in a sealed container uh, you know that was my breakfast and it took me like years I was I think in my 30s or maybe even 40s when I realized banana bread really is like cake I always thought there's bananas in it it's good for you <laughs> yeah it's really cake with some bananas in it of course it's gonna taste delicious right so so I've got this um, blessing of baking that I inherited from my mom I've got the great recipes uh, my dad gave me you know actually my dad did give me the sugar trait or gene he loves his sugar as well so thank you mama dad thank you thank you thank you uh, I remember in high school I'd come home like in the summertime I'd come home between summer jobs and ice cream was my dinner that was exactly what I had for dinner and that you know was the way I grew up 
So, so Sadia, I see that you just commented. Oh, she only takes two to three tablespoons of sugar. In Pakistan, we don't use too much bakery things. Well, God bless you, because here in America, we have bakeries on every corner, if not in our kitchen. <laughs> Well, back in July of 2020, I, uh, I, you know, my yearly physical, I went in for my physical and they always do blood work. Well, they noticed that my glucose levels were a little high and they said, I think you're pre-diabetic. Well, that hit a chord with me because what I know that means is I created that. This isn't a hereditary thing. This means I'm creating this based on what I eat. Well, they said, come back for another test. This was really interesting. So I come back for another test and it's called the A1C blood work test. And they, they commented and they said something like, it tests your blood over three months. And I thought what it meant was I've got to come back like every week for three months. And then they gather my blood and they put it together. What I, I don't know. I'm not medically inclined. So I didn't really know what that meant. Well, what it meant was they were going to take my blood that day. So it was like, you know, what, three weeks after the initial alarm, they're going to take my blood and the A1C test can look back at your eating habits over the last three months. I'm like what? So listen to this. I went online and I actually copy pasted it because I want to get it right. When sugar enters your bloodstream, it attaches to hemoglobin. And that's a protein in your red blood cells. Everybody has some sugar attached to their hemoglobin, but people with higher blood sugar levels have more. The A1C test measures the percentage of your red blood cells that have sugar-coated hemoglobin. This sugar-coated hemoglobin stays in your blood for three months. Your, your body's keeping a history, like a three-month history in the blood. Wow, I can't even cheat on this test. I mean, it's just going to show, right? Well, back in July of 2020, when I had my, my blood work done, that was the, at the time when my daughter was home for a few weeks. Um, I think she had COVID. She came home and kind of rested. And we went on an ice cream binge like every night for a whole week. We had ice cream. We had really good ice cream. Well, then that Friday, I went and got my blood work done. So when they said your, your glucose is really high, it didn't surprise me. <laughs> But no way, no way am I going to be a pre-diabetic. No way am I taking medications for diabetes when I have the superpower to change this. Well, when I went back a few weeks later, they took the A1C blood work. They it came back and said, no, your, your glucose is fine. That was just a fluke. Well, that fluke was self-induced. And I, I committed at that point that, that that's not happening again. So then in May of 2021, so we're talking about a year and a half ago, I, um, I took Yoli supplements. Yoli, Y-O-L-I, is a direct selling company. My friend Lori uh, tuned me into that. And it kind of, it can be a diet or it can be a diet, it can be a weight loss, but really what I wanted is more of like a, a sugar purge or cleansing. So I, I was taking the protein shakes. I'm trying to remember what's the system. There were some vitamins like alkalite, uh, 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 what's it called when you eat yogurt? Um, you know, yogurt and all of that good stuff. There's another, <laughs> there's another vitamin that has all of those benefits. Uh, and then these protein shakes twice a day. But really the trick is you don't eat any sugar. You don't drink alcohol. You don't 
eat processed food. You don't eat fried food. You're staying away from all the garbage. You're eating vegetables. You're eating eggs. You're eating good protein, whether it's peanut butter or fish or beef or, or chicken or you know, you're just eating really well. And really I was done eating around two or three o'clock every day. I would have one more protein shake for dinner uh, and I'd have one protein shake in the morning, but I really eat most of my food in the middle of the day. And I did, I dropped 20 pounds. I felt great. And through the time, I mean, it was hard. There were nights I'd go to bed with my stomach growling and there, because I was just sick of vegetables and I was sick of whatever. Uh, there were mornings that I woke up with my stomach growling, but it, it was it was okay. And and in the middle of it, my husband said, so how do you feel? What are you noticing? And of course, I am noticing that there's some weight that's dropping, but what I noticed the most was my breathing. My breathing was so clean and fresh and full, like I could get these deep breaths. Whereas in the past, I would have to yawn to get a deep breath. That was the best part of it. And actually I, I, I continue to drink the Yoli protein shakes, but I haven't been as committed to the, the eating plan. I've kind of enjoyed my banana bread and my sugar a little bit. However, that breathing is it that alone is addictive. I want, I want more of clean breathing. I mean, it's like when you walk outside in the middle of winter, when it's kind of cool out and you take a deep breath and you can just fill your lungs with that fresh air. That's what it felt like to have a sugar-free body. That's what my breathing was like when I truly purged my body, body of the sugar. And what I learned through all of this is, yeah, we can indulge a little bit, but every day, that's not indulgent. That's a bad habit. You know, little things. I don't like soda or pop. I do like ginger ale though. And I bought a whole case of ginger ale at Sam's Club. And now I'm drinking. That's, look at the ingredients, people. That's no different than a can of soda. You know, the, the processed foods are convenient, but there's nothing really healthy in it. The fried foods definitely taste good. You know, French fries, that kind of thing from wherever your favorite place is. But that doesn't do your body any good. Um, I've learned some little tricks like stevia and honey are great sweeteners, all natural sweeteners, uh, rather than sugar. Uh, eat fruit for dessert. Kiwi. I've been into yellow kiwi. Those have more, more calcium than, I'm sorry, more, um, yeah, vitamin C. Vitamin C than oranges. I had no idea, but they're super yummy. So have that as my, my sweet dessert. By the way, your body knows what to do with, with natural sugars that you find in your fruits. Your body can process it and, and put it in the right place. However, pure sugar, it just stores it as fat because there's no other benefit to it. Uh, what are some other little hacks? Uh, I do like veggies. I really like to roast veggies. And when you roast sweet potatoes and carrots, it, it creates the sweetness to it. Oh, super yummy. So little things like that. I've also decided that maybe I should stop baking. I like to bake. And, and I love to just have a little bit of something, but unfortunately then I have a whole pan of something and I feel like I, I should eat that. So maybe I should just stop baking as we go into the holiday season. <laughs> okay, what else? What else? Oh, um, eat full fat. Don't eat any of this low fat stuff. Like don't 
don't cook with margarine, don't eat margarine, go for all butter. Uh, sour cream, go for full fat. Um, go for the full fat because your body knows what to do with that. Anytime a scientist has, has manufactured something less than the original, like less than the whole food, there's some garbage in it that our body doesn't really know what to do with. And it either, either stores it as fat or cancer. And to be honest, I don't really want either. So, you know, just do with do without it. Uh, so I do like homemade whipped cream with heavy whipping cream. And really it's heavy whipping cream, powdered sugar, and vanilla. That is super yummy. So, you know, there's a little, little bit of an indulgence. Something else that I've kind of come to grips with is I need to have one treat a week not one treat a day. For some reason, I got into the habit of one treat a day. And to be honest, when I have a little bit of sugar, my body wants more. So that one treat turns into like all day long snacking. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Uh, other yummy things, blueberries, those are good for your brain. Uh, homemade peanut butter. Just peanut butter in a blender, or I'm sorry, peanuts in a blender makes amazing peanut butter with no added sugar, no processed junk. Beautiful, beautiful. Nuts, avocado. Add seasonings to your food. Even your veggies. When I roast my veggies, I put a little, little olive oil on it, and then I put seasonings. I mean, even if it's just salt and pepper, great, great flavor. So, uh, Sadia, she says here, your motivation is great. I'm also facing some issues regarding breathing. Can we use stevia? That's a really good question. Yes, because stevia is a plant. I grew it. I grew it last year. And by the way, holy cow, a lot of stevia leaves grow on one simple plant. So I took all the leaves off at the end of the season and I freeze it. So when I make my tea, I'll take a leaf out of the freezer bag and put it in with the tea that I'm going to that I'm going to be making and it's just a natural a natural flavoring. So yeah, that is a great option. Now, it does taste a little different than sugar, but please trust this. You will get used to it. You will actually prefer it once your taste buds and your body adapts to this new sweetener. It's much better than all the aspartame options, all the other junk that's out there. Your body knows what to do with the things that really come from the ground. So I hope that this, this conversation and my stories here today are, are giving you ideas of what you can do differently. And, and I'm not asking you to change your whole menu structure or your whole habit system. Just pick one little habit to change one little thing to change. So for me, because I've noticed my breathing again, that it's not, it's not, it's not clean. It's not full. I need to get rid of the sugar. So I am going to stop my fall baking, even though I have the ingredients to make some wonderful pumpkin donuts. Nope not going to do it because I don't need to be eating it. I'm going to give away the banana bars and the pumpkin bars that I made. <laughs> I am going to eat more veggies. I have them in my fridge. I don't want to throw them away. That's crazy. So really, I just need a little food prep time and cut it up so it's ready. I could make a very easy dip with sour cream and any kind of seasoning. A few tablespoons of the seasoning makes a wonderful dip with, with all the veggies. So so that's totally fair fair game. Uh, and then, you know, so one other thing that I just realized this morning, because I was preparing for the session, just realized it this morning that I love chai tea. And I have a wonderful sugar-free chai mix 
that I, I, I was enjoying about well, once a week. I'd have a cup of chai tea with homemade whipped cream on top and maybe a little cinnamon on top of that. <laughs> and uh, the reason I had it once a week is because this canister was like 12 bucks a canister. So, you know, I didn't want to like go through it too quickly. Well, then I found a canister at Trader Joe's for $5. Oh, super yummy. So then I started a bad habit of enjoying my chai tea every single day. Well, today I chose to be accountable and I read the label of that chai tea. Do you know why I love it so much? Do you know why I have it every day? The first ingredient is sugar. 41 grams of sugar per serving. Oh, okay, okay. Now I am aware, now I am accountable. I read the label, I know what's in it, and that's not what I wanna be putting in my body. I don't need to start off my morning with the sugar chai tea. I have so much tea, I love tea, and I have so much tea. So today I have sweet rhubarb tea that was in a tea bag, it's pure tea, herbal teas, yeah, much better. I did put a little honey in it much better than the sugar chai tea mix. So there's there are my little habits. There's my commitment to you. Um, oh, okay, so also, Sadi, I see you're talking about the great way to preserve stevia. Yes, now try to preserve it in the fridge or in the freezer. Just put it in a zip bag, put it in the freezer. You can also get stevia liquid drops. Uh, don't use too much, whoa. One squirt might be way too much, so kind of do a little dribble drabble. <laughs> Okay, so I hope I hope I've challenged you. I know I'm challenging myself, and this is why I am this is why I am sharing this with you because I don't want to do it alone. And I want you all to keep me accountable and help me de-sugar myself to, you know, get rid of those toxins. And I, I hope you choose the same. So I hope that I've challenged your habits. I hope I've challenged some of your thoughts because I want you to be more efficient, more healthy, more empowered in your daily life. Thank you for joining my, me, my friends, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. I hope this topic has challenged you in thinking differently as you strive to grow from success to world-class. Please follow this podcast, share it with your friends, and follow me and Unity Consulting on all social platforms. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, and our websites, unityconsultingllc.com and kathyrotes.com. Just make sure to spell my name right. I look forward to connecting with you next time to challenge your habits so that you are more efficient and fully empowered.